0: podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Here we go, it's
1: Nick
0: on my podcast. Hello everybody, it's fucking Friday night. And yes, it's technically Friday night for those of you that are, I've got the bank holiday off tomorrow. For those of you that haven't, sorry, but yeah, me and Mick have, so we're <laughs> on the beers. <laughs> uh, it Indeed. is Jay Pearson and it's Mick and we've gone old school tonight, it's just the two of us. It's like when we first started a year ago, mate, on YouTube. It's just the two of us. You know, it's nice to it's getting emotional, mate. It's just me and you again. <laughs> you know what I mean? and you. Yeah, it's we it's had, had you. to
1: we had to give we had to give Matt and Tim the boost because they're um well Matt's unreliable for one. And um <laughs> <laughs> And we love Tim yeah. really, but yeah, it couldn't be we evil, loved it,
0: really. Yeah, no Kabak and um and uh Phillips. I don't know why that was on to my tongue then. Uh, good <laughs> evening, everybody. Anyway, happy Easter, of course, to you, Paul. I appreciate that. Chris Brack, did my opening question win? No, it didn't, you prick. <laughs> <laughs> um, You're
1: not going to well, call them what you called them before we started recording, Jay, or are you going to leave that one?
0: Nah, it's, it's, uh, <laughs> it's, 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 it's before, before nine o'clock, mate, For the yet? Uh, Chris Brack, he did ask the question, is Ghostbusters overrated? No, it's not. And he means the original. He's just trying to wind me up and he's got me. But yeah, Ghostbusters is not overrated. If anyone in the comments thinks it is, oh, get out. Um, yeah. And the other, what was, what was his other one? Uh, who's Jay? Uh, well, yeah. Uh, unfortunately, Mick is stuck with me. Um, so yeah, I, you're just going to have to deal with that Christmas anyway. But yeah, good evening to everybody. So as you will see from the bottom of the screen, the first two-minute bottle question is, what is your biggest pet peeve in football? I think this is a really good one because we've had such good comments about it. Um, yeah, Chris, I'm only here for Mick. That's absolutely fine, mate. Whatever. Whatever. Not asked. Not, ask. not ask. Um, <laughs> Good morning, Yuki over there in sunny SoCal. Um, so, mate, what's your biggest pet peeve in football? Have you got one or do you want me to go with, with mine first?
1: I reckon you go with yours, because to be honest. I was so... I got so bogged it- down with all the comments and looking at them all that I didn't even think about this one. But yeah, Gwed, you go first. I'll have, a little, I'll have a little minute think.
0: Yeah, so my, one of my biggest pet peeves in footy is when uh, there's a tackle made, right? And then the player goes down and it's a foul or it's nearly a foul. But what absolutely puts the rubber stamp on it that it's actually a foul is when he falls and he lands his hand intensely on the football. So it's obviously, he's handballed it, so it's technically going to be a free kick anyway. So he's done that on purpose um and it just fucking winds me up because it started okay where it was creeping into the game now you just blatantly just fall on the floor and 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 grab the ball and it really really fucking winds me up uh ben priest there no matt still too busy crying (laughs) over the femino stuff after all this time he definitely is mate he definitely is Um chris Batch put a belt over in the phrase top red is the worst thing in football oh my god it's so annoying it really is annoying I've
1: never I've never read anything so backwards though it's a, so it's if you don't overreact and you're not a our bed and you support the club you're the top red that that I think that's kind of what it is but yeah. it's kind of been turned into a negative which I've got I've no I've no idea no idea
0: I think the whole stigma behind it is if you do if you talk about football on the internet you're a top red I think that's what it is that's the, That's the whole stigma behind it, isn't it? And you can't, you can't slag off FSG. You can't. What else can't you do as a top red? You can't give uh, player ratings out that are like less than what six or seven. If you give it any less than you're a, you're a knobhead. Um, yeah. So it's, it's it, it is it is quite frustrating the whole top red thing. It absolutely is. Uh, ben Priest is coming. One. My biggest pet peeve is that people stand over the ball, for free kicks to stop it being taken quickly. Oh, yeah. Just like hoof the ball in the face. Oh mate, yeah. that's a belter. That is a belter of a, of a pet peeve. That's so annoying, isn't it, mate?
1: I, I think mine is kind of loosely linked to that. I think it's something a bit generic like that. It's where someone clearly heads it out for maybe a throw-in, and they still put their hand up and turns the linesman like, fucking hell, Dad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, mate, it's yeah. the clearest or foul or free kick or throwing or whatever, and they're just blatantly trying to get away with it. And I understand everyone does it, but mm. it just does wow me up when I, when I see it happening because it happens all the time now doesn't
0: it it does mate uh, Chris is back my other pet peeve is just before a corner is taken the referee stops play to tell players not to pull each other why stop it yeah. just let the corner come in that's a fucking good point yeah, that is good. a really, really good point just let the play happen and if they fucking get pulled down for the pen set the pen that's a really good point <laughs> Dan's in, oh, he's just so, so so proudly supporting your team makes you a twat love that yeah. love that <laughs> Absolutely,
1: Dan. I agree. It's I've I've no idea what what I don't know who made this up. I don't know if it's it's obviously a child somewhere in in a corner in his in his mum's box room, just fucking making all these shitty words up and trying
0: to trying to do something with it. But it's just fucking baffling to me. It really is, mate. It really is. (laughs) Transport. Well, I'm definitely a massive twat then. Well, aren't we all, Dan? Aren't we all? Chris thinks I'm a big twat anyway, so that, that that'll do for me. <laughs> um eighteen ninety two boys are here as well, all right, lads. Uh hope you're well. Uh we are very well, mate, because it's the bank holiday. Hope you're well as well. Uh he did put late question on the How does Stevie Wonder win a game of hide and seek? Right, well, and we need to see the answer to this. That that would be good. Um other pet peeves, Mick, um that I saw in the comments. Um yeah, the one of the one of the things that moving unit had said for the solution to when uh, like, the the ball's in, in the D of a corner. So, you know, when they put the, the ball, is supposed to be in the D, but you get away with it now, don't you, with, like, just a, a, the tip of the football is touching the whitewash of the D. And yeah. you can see in the corner, the away fans are always pointing, going, ah, get, he's not, it's not in the fucking D. But then your team does it as well. So it's like, yeah. there should be fucking punishment for that as well. I agree with it. Just keep it in the D. You know what I mean? It's I don't know, where do you stand on that?
1: I, I don't know because it, it's clearly a thing where they don't want to put it in there because they've got some kind of superstitious thing that it it might I don't know suddenly die. Is so it the
0: angle? It's probably like a you know a, a better angle, isn't it? Because you you further in in field and stuff like that. Yeah,
1: but
0: yeah, it, it do, then, does me. I didn't just get in the day, was it matter? Yeah,
1: but the, but then like they, they do that and then more often than not they take a short a short corner and it's like well after all that you've that was a fucking pointless venture. But I don't understand it because the I understand the curve of the ball. If it's over a little bit, it's still in. But you, like you said, when you when you fans are in the stadium, you just see them absolutely giving them loads of abuse. Going, that's not in, ref, not in. Like,
0: yeah. On, but then f- when your team does it, you're like, ha ha ha. Yeah. Like, you know, so it's it's hilarious. <laughs> and we're we're one of the biggest clubs in the world to score one of the biggest uh, goals in football from a corner. So let's not get uh, too bogged down on it, just in case. And Dan's just said the same thing that we have as well. The angle, so it's close to the goal, absolutely spot on, mate. It really is. Um, but again, it's just it's just a little bit of a pet peeve. But keep them coming through the comments. We're going to leave the two-minute bottle question at the bottom um, because they, they are funny. I think that's a really, really good one. Um, so, Mick, we are doing the preview show for the Arsenal game. Um, first instance, mate, uh, are you happy to have the Reds back in action or are you still thinking, no, I want another week of, of, of a break away from the football because of the way we've been playing? Or you like, fuck it. This is the biggest week in fo- of the season for us.
1: Yeah, I think it's well. I was looking last night because it feels like a distant memory. We've won our last two. have we? we beat Leipzig and we've beat Wolves, which was a which was a good win away from home as well. That was a, yeah. a good win. Um, yeah, yeah so looking forward to it. obviously, like we said yesterday on the the um, in the Twitterverse fourth episode, talking about Diego Yota being back and seeing Fabinho back in midfield again. It's it's nice signs and it's. Those two wins have kind of given us a bit of a, a little bit of momentum, hasn't it? In terms of going forward, oh. especially coming to Arsenal away, Real Madrid away, like it's going to be, like you said, it is the biggest week of our of our season coming up. So we'd be this is this is what's what we all want, isn't it? This is the this is the crunch time. Like I was speaking to one of me ever mates before and he's like i can't wait for it i can't wait for quarterfinals champions league everyone ra- around the world and in this country especially i was, was going to be watching this because this is what it's all about getting down to the crunch part of the champions league and getting towards the tail end of the premier league where you st- everyone starts fighting for those positions and you, it starts coming into um everyone starts getting into the positions that you think they're going to come into but nine games left in the league i think for us so What's that? Nine times three. Quick maths. What's that? Twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. Twenty-seven yeah. points to play for. So, if we win, if we win on Saturday, it's a uh, we can take a big step to keeping this momentum going and, and just trying to win as many games as we can because we've got an outside chance of still doing it. it obviously, we have to re- rely on other results. I think West Brom. have got Chelsea, so we have to kind of hope for a miracle. Uh, maybe they take some points off them and uh, stuff like that. Yeah. But if we just keep getting, it just. Yeah, just keep getting the points on the board and I think we've got an outside chance of doing it because we don't want to lose that don't want to lose that little bit of momentum. And then, obviously, going into Madrid, it's still going to be league form out the window, but I still want to do as well as we can in the league to kind of secure that top four. Just I don't want to be relying on winning the, the Champions League yeah. to, to get back into it next year. That's the only thing.
0: No, it's a good point you raise there, mate, because, like you said, you don't want to put all your eggs in one basket, but then you sort of want to because you think, like, well, concentration-wise and focus, but... Like I said, top four is not out of the question. Like you just said, there's plenty of points to play for, so it shouldn't be a case of that. But one of the things that does worry me uh, when we go to the Emirates is the Emirates itself, because all right, yeah, fans don't really make a difference, regardless of when you go to the Emirates anyway. But it's not, it's not really been the happiest of hunting grounds for us as it over the years. And I do always worry when we go there because, you know, last season, all right, yeah, f- f- we'd won the league and we we switched off, haven't we? By the time we got to the Emirates, but. I just feel that i just always get nervous playing at the emirates and again i'm not as i'm not as confident as i normally would be with a full strength squad and other stuff like that that's going on but yeah i'm just i'm just very nervous it'd be interesting to see how nervous everybody else is who's watching uh how do you feel uh about it as well and um yeah Mick emirates I, I don't know I'm, I'm like trying to give like the michael Owen and fa cup final vibes here just to be like trying. Give it off, you know what I mean. So it's, it's one of them where, mate, Arsenal can fucking they could do us. You know what I mean. It's one of them that we it was a surprising result uh, last season. Um, but yeah, I, I just think this international break's come at the right time.
1: Yeah, and like we said, like Hoster being back, Fabinho being back, uh, Firmino's back as well. So more options we've got. So I've got a bit of a bit of form, a bit of a bit of momentum in the tank. And like you said, Arsenal could could do it because Liv- like sometimes you don't know what Liverpool's going to turn up. But I think we've kind of turned a, a slight corner over the last two games. I think I was re- yeah. I was I wasn't worried about the Leipzig game as much. I was worried about the Wolves game. I thought that would be more trickier than it than it was. And we kind of made it look a bit routine, didn't we? We done have done really well in that game. So I'm hoping we can just take that and and just kind of push on from there and Hotter scoring shitloads. I love the way 1892, we just call them hotter every time. Now, he's getting <laughs> a bit of form. He's back, he's back from injury. He's scoring for Portugal. He's doing it for us. So, I can't wait to, to just to see him, really. And, and that's why I think he's, he's got to start, hasn't he, on Saturday. I know Bobby's back, but... Um, having Bobby back in the in the team in the squad at least is is a boost because the better players you've got on the bench, the better for us because we can we can rotate as and when if if we need to and maybe even bring Bobby on for someone else, not the front three and, and just and just go for it if we need to.
0: Yeah, I mean, that Chris has just put a really good point to what I said earlier. It's a while since we on there it was the last win under Kenny when he got the full time job. I I don't know. Because I know we did win twice under Kenny, though, when Morello scored and gave gave him the finger, and then Dirk Count scored, um, a, like a ninety eighth minute penalty. Yeah. Uh, but that I think that was a draw that one. So I think he might. I think Chris is actually right. Yeah. Uh, I think it might have been, but fucking hell, that's that's ridiculous if that's what it is. Um, fucking hell, someone we need to check that out. Someone check that out for us because that's just fucking mind boggling there. Uh, Dan's just put. Um, I'm excited. I've got no real nerves Might be when we're playing in the Champions League, but this, despite everything this year, is a great time to be a Liverpool fan. Big games and so much to play for. That's such a good point. That oh no, he's right. Here we go. Sorry, I'll just come back to that. First game of the season, of course, Manny. With Manny's first game, of course, Coutinho oh. bangs in that fucking world of the free kick. Lalana scores, doesn't he? Manny yeah. gets one, and we I think we were winning four one, and it ended up finishing four three. Yeah, completely forgot about that fucking. Uh, Game, Jesus Christ, yeah. Start of Mane's, uh Liverpool career, fucking hell, yes. Yeah, so it wasn't that long ago. Thank Christ for that. I'm glad you're here, boys. Why didn't I know that? Normally, I'd fucking know that shit. But anyway, <laughs> going back to Dan's, going back to Dan's comment, it is a good time to be a Liverpool fan, mate, because it's we've still got something to play for this season, haven't we? We're still fighting for stuff. You know, everybody knows that this is an anomaly this season. The injuries that we've had, it's it's one of them. This season, where we know next year we're going to be. We'll be back up there. Of course we will. Obviously, other teams are going to strengthen, but we will be back up there. So that's a really good thing that Dan just mentioned, that is we've got to stay positive, haven't we, about this? Because, you know, we're, we're playing... Arsenal have got... A, the teams around us have got sort of like a tricky run on paper, whereas we haven't got that much of a tricky run on paper. goes out the fucking window, given the, the teams that we played this year and the losses we've suffered. But I think change of mindset now, the fixtures we've got left, the positivity around it, this is a, like I said, this is a really good opportunity to make a statement, especially against Arsenal and the, the way the fixtures are this this weekend. It could go our way really quickly.
1: Yeah, and I'm just looking at the table now. Like, was it five points? And that's that's not much, yeah. really, because this can chop and change. Like, we could quite easily lose against Arsenal, and then that's kind of that might not even be the end of it because we could still other teams around us could still drop points, and we could just kind of slowly creep back in. I mean, it's not likely, but we, I still think we need to need to win on Saturday to kind of keep our yeah, hope yeah, But even with the Champions League, like you said, like we could have with the runner form, we were on be we quite. We could have quite easily got beat by Leipzig because they're 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 a decent team, aren't they? And we st- we still done the job. And now we're on, on to the next round and playing playing up against Real Madrid, we have won it what fucking thirteen times. So absolute heavyweight of the composition. Obviously, they're not the same <laughs> side that they were in previous years with um, Ronaldo and whatever, yeah. but it's so
0: funny this mate because it's like it's the arsenal preview but you keep talking about the champions league so you keep going right fuck it let's just go let's just talk (laughs) champions league (laughs) but it is though isn't it and that was that's that's Dan's point it's so exciting and this is like a massive week for Liverpool where you know 2000s with the Benitez era we were look this was a this was the norm for us every fucking year it was get back into the top four and it was latter stage of the champions league which was just it was our fucking bread and butter we absolutely loved it and it's great that that's been happening every year for, since what we got back in the Champions League 17-18 didn't we so it's been good that that's been happening again and it's it's such key for us and it you can't help but think of it like a snooker game can you You've got to think about the next shot and your next game and you're thinking right we do this and then we've gone to Madrid but let's just talk about the Arsenal game in terms of your lineup so I know you mentioned before about Jota and Firmino but what would you do in terms of like the lineup would you go strong against Arsenal and say that's my 11 I'm going to play and that's the, that's sort of like the run out for that 11 given the international break and then I play the same 11 against Madrid or are you making changes to midfield at the back maybe a, a start for Firmino and then Jota starts against Madrid all the other way around what how do you see it going?
1: I think I'm just looking at the last game against Wolves. I think it will probably be the same as that. So it was Allison, Alison Trent, Phillips, Kabak, Robo, Thiago, Fab, Genie, Salah, Hotter, Mane. I'm pretty may, maybe maybe Jones for Genie, but I, I can't see many changes for that fr- from that. To be honest, I imagine mm. he'll probably go the same again for for Real Madrid. Like we said, that's really yeah. I I, th- I think. Unless he goes like a midfield and maybe like he maybe throws Cater in there. I keep forgetting about Cater to be honest. Um if he throws Cater in for the Arsenal game and then he put saves Genie for Real Madrid. It's just it's just we've got that many good midfielders and now that everyone's back, we've got a lot of options in there. So it's yeah. um it's gonna be it's gonna be an interesting one. Like Chris has said there, like what's he so he's got Cater Fab. Um is he is he missing a player there?
0: Is it one, two, one, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Yeah, you're missing a player, Chris. Chuck another
1: one in. I was like, where's his other midfielder There, there we go. Uh, there you go.
0: There's another one.
1: There's another <laughs> one. There's another one. Yeah, I I still think it'll be the same. So Fab, Fab sitting, of course, Tiago and I'd go to I'd go Tiago and Jeannie, the normal back four that we're used to now. Alisson and goal, and then I'd go front three as it was in the last game, just to just to kind of get keep the momentum going. I think that's what we need to do. And uh, obviously we can make little changes in there. Uh, in game, maybe after 60 minutes, take Genie off, put Cater on, um, put Milner on or you know or Jones on, just just little things like that where we can rest them, but I don't see massive changes in both because they're just so key and they come straight after each other. So I think after the Arsenal yeah. game, momentum gets us through into the next game and we just we just go again. It's it's like we, we were last year where we were just kind of on autopilot just battling teams with the pretty much the same team all the time. So I'm hoping that'll that'll be the case.
0: Yeah, true. Uh, I like what Dan's put here, mate, where he's put um you know, the Alison Trent, Phillips, Cavat, Robo, fabinho Thiago, Cater, Salafino, Jota, and then Genie Manny coming versus Real Madrid. I that's very, very likely that. I do like that. I think putting Jota in when he's in goal scoring form for Portugal and the way he's playing at the minute, I think that's a really, really good shout. Getting the getting minutes in Keita's legs would be really good because if he turns in a performance against Arsenal it's a great shout for, for Madrid uh, the following week. And then you're giving Genie a rest because he's been playing out of his skin most of the season. Uh, he's been playing really well for Holland. Um, and then obviously Mane coming in, who would be chomping at the bit to play against Real Madrid at the Bernabeu. So that's a really, really good shout that. Uh, Chris <laughs> is pretty much done. Go on, go on, mate. What was what you gonna say?
1: Say the thing is that we've got, it's, it's the options. Like no one knows what's going to happen, but it's the it's nice to have the luxury yeah. of going, right? We don't know who's going to play. and But even... If it's like Cater or Jones, Milner, Juan Alden, Fabinho, Thiago, any one of those could go into the three and we'd be like, right, this is a good enough team to win either of those games. If if Klopp's willing to put them in into Arsenal or if he wants to save them for Real Madrid, we know that it, it, they're good enough to get the job done. And we can we can rotate as and when. I think I, I would probably keep the team the team pretty much the same for both and change in game rather than Doing yeah. that, but that's that's just as likely, and that's what I mean. It's nice to have these options because we've been with Kabak and Phillips um, now starting to get a bit of an understanding going. We can kind of forget about them and do the do the other things rather than because mm. it was usually who's going to play centre half. Like how many centre half have we had this season? Like twenty, is it now? Something like that. So twenty thousand been... two hundred and seventy
0: seven.
1: Yeah. So we've been concentrating on on that all season going. Oh, is it going to be Fab and? Williams is it going to be Fab and whoever else is it going to be Hendo and someone else and now we, we've we kind yeah. of got a settled thing there so we can kind of allow the rest of the team to do it and Fab back into midfield is is key that we always knew he'd he done so well at center that but now that he's in that position that he's so good in it kind of allows us to to flourish a little bit more
0: yeah, it does. And like Jake said, as long as Fabinho's in midfield, I don't mind. And, yeah. and that is, we, we said that from day one, didn't we? Um, that was the, the key to everything. And we were desperate for, to see Fabinho back in midfield. And I th- one of the things that you said there, mate, I really want to touch on, was it doesn't matter what line we put up now in terms of options. It's only really the centre-back pairing that is the worry for me. And I, I think a lot of people will agree with me on this. Is that's the only thing that you would say, if there's a weak link in the side, it would be that. And that's not being disrespectful to Kabak and Phillips. That is just the case of that is the weakest part because they're not our first choice. Um, but like you said, the stability of them playing together yet again, they'll be right up for making this top four. They'll know that they're both starting against Real Madrid. This is a perfect time. And I swear to God, mate, if we can come through this Arsenal game and the, the next couple of games where we play Real Madrid twice and obviously the games in between, that is a my sort of not roast into glasses but my goosebumps will start happening again where i think do you know what actually this we we could actually make top four we could actually win the champions league because we're not conceding a lot of goals are we with with those two at the back it's just we're not scoring
1: yeah and, that's been and our I, problem yeah and, and that's why with the lads are saying in the comments they're like give man a rest might be could be beneficial and that's why i was saying yes the I was trying to explain it in a way. I was saying for me, getting injured might be a good thing because he's had time out of the team, recuperation, yeah. rest, get, his, get himself right mentally, come back into the team, and he can. He can. We all know how good he is when he's on top form. We've all seen it for, throughout the years he's been here, and I'm hoping he can have that kind of influence on us going forward. And like we said, it's, it's exciting to have these these topics to talk about because we the way we were going we could well be out Champions League top four could be a distant memory in in my opinion should have been the way we lost Van Dijk and Gomez and then Matip in the way we did it wouldn't have been out of the realms of possibility that we could have just dropped off the face of the earth and went further down the table because of yeah. that. The fact that we're still in and around there five points away is testament to how we've adapted we haven't adapted in the same way that we usually do in terms of adapting to opposition going right this team let's set up if they pose this question we can get around it it's more of a just uh, nail down and try and, and try and get results and we've done that in the last two games which has kind of propelled us to the position we're in and it, it proves just how quickly footy can change because it was all doom and gloom weren't it and then we've beat like yeah. next round we've beat wolves pushed ourselves up the table a little bit and now what a win. favorable Pat- draw <laughs> yeah exactly so it's just <laughs> little things like that footy can change really quick so we just need to keep the momentum going. And who knows what can happen? Like 2005, Champions League, we should have never fucking won that 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 uh, title. And
0: Again, it's a really good point you make there, mate, because stranger things have happened, haven't they? Yeah. And at the end of the day, I, I firmly believe that if it wasn't for obviously was the way we went out to Atletico Madrid, we didn't get fucking outplayed by Atletico, let's face it. We all know that. We all know what happened. I'm not going to go into it. That break happens. We go into that round robin of that Champions League. I don't see another team beating us. I really don't. Uh, you know, Bayern Munich were very, very good last season, obviously, but I didn't think they'd beat us at a you know full strength Liverpool side. And you know, people can say that to me now. And again, albeit yeah, our centre backs have changed, but not a lot has has changed in, in within the team since then. Do you know what I mean? And like I said, with Fabino back in that midfield and Alden playing the way he is and Thiago doing the job he's got, they're less likely to get at our centre backs. And I think it's it's it's, yeah. it's really exciting we just coming back to Arsenal because I know we keep sort of, on the tangent of the the Champions League and, and why not? We're we, everyone's more excited for that game, of course we are. But when we look at Arsenal's games, mate, obviously the last game that they played, they got absolutely murdered by West Ham, and you know they were very, very fortunate to to come out with a draw. I mean, credit to them. Don't get me wrong. You know, coming back from three 0 down is a uh, is a very, very good thing to do, which we all know. We've done it many times. Uh, but then, you know, before that, you know, they beat Tottenham 2-1, which is a great result for them. You know, a draw against Burnley and a way win against Leicester, beaten by City before that, just the 1-0, and then they beat Leeds 4-2. So their results are sort of up and down at the minute. You know, there's um there's they've had Europa League opportunities in there as well. Um they're not the not most consistent side as well, but again, it again it goes back to the whole worrying thing of of um Going to that Emirates, and I just think, like, mate, just alleviate my fears just a little bit. Come on, just a little bit, mate. Be give me my sense of positivity. I need.
1: Um, I'm hoping the because didn't wasn't the Bamiang left. He wasn't left out of that one. I don't think. Or did he, was he left out of the one before for disciplinary disciplinary issues? I think it was something. It, the it was the one before, oh, yeah,
0: no. yeah, yeah. So he needs be left that. out. For di- he' needs fucking discipline. Is uh, now? Have you seen his hair? Fucking hell! It's ridiculous what he's done. But carry on.
1: No, I, have I suppose to I'm just jealous. It. Is it no, C Sea like or is it? No, it's just calm. like really
0: long dreads, but like, is it? It like oh. there's like there's all like seven dreads on his head. It's just weird. But maybe may, maybe I'm just jealous because I I don't have the option of doing that. So <laughs> anyway, anyway <laughs> carry on. <laughs>
1: yeah, um, well. They're the good side, aren't they? They're not far off us in terms of, in terms of position in the league table, but they've got a good team. The it's just kind of like us in the past when we've not been great form wise, but we have still got. Good enough players to do it on in like a, a one-off game against the. When you raise your, your, your game against the better opposition, they have done it against. Like you said, they have done it against Spurs. They came back against West Ham. who were doing really well, so mm. we need to be on, at our best. And if we play like we did against Wolves, I won't be worried. It's just uh if Aubameyang's in there, I always fancy him to score against us, especially with that pace in behind. Lacazette always lethal as well, isn't he? They've got yeah, he he's doing. He's pretty. pretty in good form they've got Rowe as well who's um who's doing pretty well as well so they've got uh, quite a few danger men that we need to look out for but if we play it was the what impressed me most in the last game was the intensity the intensity yeah. that wasn't there for, for quite a while before at the same level that we know and love of a Liverpool team like Robbo chasing everything down every every blade of grass getting covered like Fabinho just like you said blocking those lines so like Phillips, i think Phillips spoke after the game wolves game saying like you set yourself to defend the situation but then fabinho comes out of nowhere and, and blocks it and then you you can forget about it and he's done that so many times that having him in there is just it can't be highlighted enough how big an impact it is just to have him in there blocking the passing lines putting his foot in getting his head into challenges just little things like that yeah that, Keeps us ticking over and keeps us more protected at the back, which is like you said, that that's our main issue, and that's where if we're gonna want to go far into the back to the Champions League again, you might as well fucking play the Champions League tune at this at this moment. Uh, <laughs> we need that. Um, we, we need to have that protection in front of them because the. Both, both pretty young to the league, and we we need to give that protection. But yeah, I'm lo- I am looking forward to the Arsenal game. To be honest, obviously we're all looking at the Champions League. We've we spoke about it about fucking twenty times in this pot already. But yeah. the Arsenal game is, I still think is a big one because if we win it, it gives it. Like I said, it keeps that momentum going, and we go into the Real Madrid game going right. Let's let's go all out for this. Like I think Salah talked about it in that marker piece he did with over in Spain about like we want to go all out in this champions league we want to we want to go all the way and obviously we haven't even touched on the the ramos news that that came out i, I still think it's an april Fools' that by the way i'm not fully believing that ramos news yet but um if, if that's true he's out for a month isn't he
0: yeah if it's true but again you've very conflicting shit, aren't we where it's been like well april Fools' isn't a thing in spain and spain have reported it. it's on real madrid's official website i yeah let's just see if it continues to tomorrow if it, if that news filters over the next couple of days then yeah okay we'll believe it but right now um yeah spoke more about the champions League defense. it has <laughs> hasn't it it keeps going back onto the fucking champions league and yeah, i just want to focus on arsenal <laughs> it's a big <laughs> week though isn't it because whatever we do in the arsenal game it you know does talk about the the, the champions league as well but again mate you know we're not like you said at the beginning of the pod, winning number seven will get us into that Champions League, but we've got to try and secure this fourth spot and Arsenal are no fucking push always, mate. And it's, especially the way we're playing at the minute, you know, given the, the, the results and the, the way stuff's gone, I'm just, I'm very, very nervous about it. Um, another piece of news that we haven't touched on is the uh, Canate uh, stuff. So we'll just cover that briefly, mate, just while, while we're on and we might as well have a little chat about it. Uh, but like, try and be brief as can, because it's not set in stone. He obviously broke this week that we have been in talks and advanced negotiations and all that. All the, the key words that you need in the transfer that's, that is classic clickbait and makes everyone go bananas and all of a sudden everyone's going, yeah, but his injury record's fucking this and that. <laughs> and FSG aren't spending money. Okay, here's 40 million on a fucking sender. Yeah, but it's not the one I wanted. or I wanted him on champ manager. Um, right, <laughs> do you know what I mean? So if we get this one over the line, mate, days it just shows that the club do not want the same thing to happen next season so yeah i'd be happy if this if this uh this lad arrived what about you
1: yeah i'm I, I was listening to them i'm feeling happy the day and they had they had <sighs> <James> <sighs> <playing. laughs> yeah. uh, judas,
0: was, judas judas
1: judas yeah, Campbell. Chris, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <Sel> Campbell. <laughs> No, because I I just saw the James Pearce piece, so I had had a little watch, and James Pearce was saying that we might might happily have five. He he thinks we'll have five centre-backs next season just to kind of give us that little bit of, you know... Because if if Van Dijk and Gomez and Matt have all come back from such long injuries, there's no saying if they'll pick up any muscle injuries after that. And it's to be expected, really. So to have five might be in our best interest, just so we don't... um, basically have the same shit we've had, have, had this year, really. So if you have Van Dijk, Gomez, Matip, uh, Quebec. that's the thing, though, because it's getting to the... Because Quebec, and then you've got... If Kanati signs, then you've got Phillips. Then you're going, mm-hmm. right, it, what's going to fucking go on there? Because I read something today about um, trying to maybe get a, a, a cup price deal for Kabak, like 9 mil or something, rather than 18 mil or something like that. So... That would be very interesting if we could get him even even cheaper. But um, oh yeah, Ben Davis as well. Fucking hell. who's who's that again? Did we sign someone called Ben Davis or was that he? Like, was he is he from Spurs or who's he? <laughs> I, don't
0: know. I, don't, I think it was just an illusion. I think it was just a tease to like uh, throw out Danny Ings' his old squad number just to fucking annoy me because I miss Danny Ings so much. So yeah, I've no clue who that is. But yeah, it's right though, isn't it? It's it's an interesting thing. But I'd rather have more options than not because. If these types of players, I mean, Kabak is still playing for his future. Another, it hasn't been any, yeah. anything set in stone. But I think if you get Kabak and then you get this this new fella, if you're onto a winner there in terms of squad depth, then it's what we've always wanted. But again, is it you know it's the whole Matic situation, it's the Phillips situation, it's the Gomez situation. So it's um, and then Koletaka, he's been a fucking name that's been. A, it's it's math. It, we can link with everybody, aren't we? Really, because when you need centre back, when you need centre back, you always fucking link. them. when you need a striker, you always link with every fucking striker. You know what I mean? Barcelona have been linked with Highland again today. Apparently, the Highland's representatives are in Barcelona right now to talk about a huge deal because all that cr- talk about Messi leaving, you know, when everybody's linked with everybody. It's ridiculous, but yeah, yeah. it's it's positive though because again, it goes back to the fact that Liverpool are getting business done early, doesn't it? What's Chris saying? Hate hey, J, but Mick has been all over every pod that's been recorded. I know he has, mate. I know he has. Yeah, well, deserves it though. Look at him. Whatever. He talks sense. I don't know what I, I don't you know. know what have been on. Chris, you fucking letting on the comments what he's been
1: on. Uh, Chris, tell me, just tell me, me daddy like because I've forgotten. But um, <laughs> Chris, Chris bracket always listening to the day trippers. I am to it's be fair. Right. You know what? I I, fucking, love, I like the
0: quiz. The, um,
1: quiz mate, cool. the quiz. To be honest, I was I was I had my laptop for work set up. I had that on the fucking on the telly behind me, and I was like questions coming up like who did we sign from Coventry in fucking 94 and I was like I had to pause it I was like fuck this I'm not having the same time frame as you so I'm going to give myself David more Burrows. I'm sure it was like fucking Phil Babbo or something like that might Phil I
0: don't know might be David Burrows that's I Spo- that was about Spoiler
1: me. for um, Spoiler for um, Squad number 6 Squad number show 6 that's coming back <laughs> <too>. <laughs> Hey the
0: last fucking the last person I remember signing from Coventry was Gary McAllister uh, oh Gary mack and we all know and we all know what happened there don't we for Gary mack um yeah but absolutely the day trip is his fucking brilliant, isn't it so chris i'm not bothered if he fucking watches that because i watch it as well you know we've all got to support each other the same way you guys are in here as well but the problem is i can't always join your live mate because it's always past my bedtime i have to catch it the next day so all my comments just fucking go dead um but yeah um mick we've done half an hour here on this and uh, a lot of people probably want to go and get a bevy and stuff like that so we've covered that let's do score predictions are you just gonna go your normal 2-1 again
1: i am i am i'm gonna go 2-1 again i mean i think i think i said two. i think i said 2-0 for Leipzig, so you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go 2-0, I'm going to go 2-0, I'm going to change, I'm going to go 2-0, I've, after this after this, 34 minutes and 51 seconds, I, I feel more positive than I did before, <laughs> so I'm going to go fucking 2-0, bring them on.
0: Fair play, mate, I'm actually going to go with a, uh, oh, uh, should... do you know what, i would to agree with Paul, fuck it, let's do a 3-2, let's get some goals, <laughs> we're not going to keep a clean fucking sheep, so let's just win, don't care about how much. What uh Dan saying three one, Ben saying three one, love that, Chris Kelly just winding. Thought Jay would be more territorial. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. No, because Mick gave me loads of shit for going on the Red Men TV. Um so <laughs> uh Mick we're both free to do what the fuck we want at the end of the day. And to be fair, let's let's not let's not fucking get terri Mick is very good. Mick talks sense, he's got lovely subtle tones, you know, so I could listen to Mick all day. Um yeah, I might have had one too many Moretti's, Mick. I think yeah, I'm getting too excited. Yeah, but yeah, uh, Chris Brack said Mick loves the Friday forecast. Show the presenter of the show is sound. No, he's not. He's an absolute bell end. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, I'm only really joking, life, mate. But... I love you. I love you. I'm <laughs> only joking. Uh, let's get some more score predictions. Uh, bracky has gone for three nil. Mane, Salah, and Kabak. Fucking love that. I'd love Kabak to get a goal. I'm not going to play the song, Mick. Don't worry. Uh, UK in Southern California has gone for three one again. I would. Can you hear me? I can hear you now. I think oh, good. Going. Good and glad. I was promised Um It's <laughs> a good shout. Absolutely. <laughs> brilliant um yeah so uh just let you know guys and girls um as you'll see from the bottom um we've had a new sponsor uh join us uh some people you know about it the the support for the for manscaped uh, is with the copyright podcast now so Man- manscaped are now supporting uh, the copyright podcast which we are so grateful for and uh, manscaped are the best in below the waist grooming shall we say uh, Manscaped offers precision engineering tools for your family jewels and it's always the case of your balls will thank you. Uh, Manscaped is trusted by over 2 million people worldwide. Join the movement for all your below the waist grooming. Uh, we've got a special code, CopacPod and it gets you 20% off as well. Uh, there's always been funny stories and there's been about talk about do you actually shave your balls and all that sort of stuff and one of the great things as well they are working with a, a charity for prostate cancer as well so it and testicular cancer so it's really really good cause as well so if anybody that is interested in getting one of those uh, please use the cop pod for 20 percent off and also as well you can use it on your beard as well but don't watch it first you know what i mean it's one of those things yes yeah, so you'll we'll start to see a bit more uh, manscaped stuff coming because we, we do want to support the cause as well for charity as well so it's really important that we get involved with that because Not enough men talk about mental health. They don't talk about the feelings in terms of stuff that That happens to them in their life like that. And that is part of what Manscaped are looking to do. So it's really, really proud that they approached us for that. So that's brilliant. Uh, Paul wants some pics. Don't you worry, mate. There will be no pics.
1: I'll I'll send all my back catalog, Paul, of what I've got from Jay so far. So I'll send you that, mate.
0: (laughs) Brilliant. Well that's it guys we've done 38 minutes we've done a little bit longer than we thought but that is down to you guys in the comments for being fucking brilliant and showing us some love and showing some amazing comments and we really appreciate everything uh, that you've done to support us this week uh, and every week we really do appreciate it so yeah um, it is the bank holiday weekend um, you know if you've you uh, not subscribed already please do uh please like the video and share it to your mates uh there's some fantastic content of lfc's there it's not just us there's a shitload of fucking good stuff we've mentioned a few on here as well and there's loads of stuff in the comments as well about that um yeah so enjoy the game enjoy the bank holiday weekend and we'll be back for the team news uh on saturday and then we'll be back straight after the game and hopefully we've got a nice cheeky win Um, Yeah, And I'm going to play you out with uh, my Ramos video again Whether that pisses you all off, (laughs) don't care I find it funny, I was creative, I enjoyed it And yeah, we'll see you Saturday, up the reds What, you think you can rely on that crane crap? Well, I did pretty well with it last time Hey, wake up and smell the coffee, Mr LaRusso Last time you weren't fighting this You don't get it, do you? Visualize!
1: This is not a bunch of sticks and pipes anymore. This is a living, breathing, fighting machine that wants to detach your head from the rest of your body. It's blood. So what? Make believe it's his. This guy wants to
0: break you, humiliate you, stomp you into the ground! Now what are you gonna do about it? You now! And do it! <laughs> Oh, yes, you did it! I did it you man. did it! You nailed it! You nailed it! Yeah. Oh, get nailed ready. it. You're ready. ready. You're ready. ready. I'm ready. Oh, man. Sports Social Podcast Network.